Miss Carrie, it's so nice to meet you. And thanks for coming on the podcast to share what you're up to. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. Now, you had a pretty busy today already. Why don't you fill us in what you've been up to? Oh, yes. Today has been a fun Friday. And quite often um, on fun Fridays, we do a magical mystery tour at Nasara Playhouse. And they kind of like change. The kids never know what we're doing. But today we went down to the Boca. And I'm always a bit scared to go down there because there's crocodiles. But everyone always says it's fine and it was perfectly fine today. But we went down to the Boca and did a beach cleanup. And uh, then we did a hike through the mangroves, which is so beautiful. If you haven't done it before, it's absolutely like magical. And then, yeah, 25 kids and then brought them back and fed them lunch and then raced up to my house to put some makeup on and race down to this podcast. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah, well, hey, we're, we're glad you're right here. Let, go ahead and introduce yourself and explain to us what's going on and what you're up to. Okay, so my name is Miss Carrie. I'm a teacher, a Montessori teacher, and um, I own Nasara Playhouse, which is a theater and art school down in the Sara town. And in the mornings we do Montessori. It's an academic three hour work period where the kids all work at their own pace doing different academics. And then in the afternoon we work on theater, singing and dancing. And it's How long happy. have you been doing this Miss Carrie? At the end of this school year in June, it will be two years. How's it going? <laughs> Fill us in on, on your activities and what you guys are up to outside of that awesome curriculum of it's school in the morning and activity in the afternoon. It's so, super fun. It's actually really organic. I never really planned on doing anything as big as what it's become. We've now got 43 kids and it literally <laughs> started during COVID when I was doing online teaching and realized that you know, I wanted to spend more time with my own kids. And so I wanted to start up my own little homeschool. And it was literally going to be me, my brilliant friend who was like struggling during COVID, who couldn't afford proper school anymore. He was like, please, can you take my kid too? And it was, you know, a few other children. And it, it started with nine kids right at the beginning. Wow. Yeah. So in two years up to 43, that's, that's not small, that, that's solid. It doubled in one week, um, one day. And the crazy thing is I never write anything down. So it's, I'm not that good with that sort of thing. And I've just been saying, sure, you're kicking calm, you're kicking calm. And one Friday we had 12 kids and the next Friday we had 24. <laughs> Nice. And I was sending my husband up to Liberia to go and pick up more tables and chairs. And it was all a bit like crazy. And that's when we started to have to like work out a, a system, like where I had to stop basically saying to everybody, please come, it would be lovely. And, you know, have an actual system. You had to get organized and get real and deal with structure and stuff. So tell yeah. us about the Playhouse, what you're up to. Do you have any exciting upcoming events? Um, and what are your demographics? Just fill us in on everything. Let us know what's up. Okay, so the Playhouse is um, basically is a place for elementary children, and it's an art and theatre club, but we also do academics in the morning. It's, it's, I don't know how to describe it, it's really magical. It's, it's a cabin that's at, situated in Nasara town, so it's kind of refreshing. It's not just 
bang in the middle of Guiones or Palada. You know, it's situated on this huge, huge property. Um, it's just a huge green field. There's a, it's a Tico who called Chapa, who's a tuk-tuk driver who owns the place. I mean, the whole thing is quite hilarious. And there's this cabin, this like rickety cabin at the back of the property situated under a mango tree that initially my husband and I and my two kids were living in. We moved in and there were literally no windows, half a roof and bats living in the bathroom. And it was kind of this, what do you call it? Put a pig on lipstick type of situation. But we did and we put a new roof on it and we put windows and we painted the whole thing white. And then we bought pigs. I'm obsessed with pigs, miniature pigs. Um, and we, we built a little farm and, then we, then we built a theater. Um, I'm, aside of being a Montessori teacher, very passionate about theater. And I'm, I'm, I love putting on plays with children. So the thing that I wanted to do, and one of the reasons why I wanted to live in the cabin was because it had space. And sometimes in Asari, you know, you, you rent different properties and you don't have a lot of space. That was huge space at this place. And so we built a, we built, we sold our house in Colorado. And so we had a chunk of cash and it was during COVID and we were feeling a little like clearly quite crazy. And <laughs> yeah. um, we gave over like a big chunk of our money to someone who's, you know, owned this land. We didn't even own the land. And he built us this beautiful big rancho with a theater inside it. And I was just like praying and hoping for the best that I would be able to get some kids to come and put on a, a production um, that first summer. And I did, I got like 35 kids. And that first summer, it was amazing. We did a two week theater camp and it was just three hours a day. And we did Peter Pan. And I had all the children flying across the stage and singing songs and painting sets. and making drums out of like cardboard boxes and you know just basically it's like being resourceful just grabbing anything you can and anyone I met who was even vaguely artistic I'd be like come be a part of this and so I was like pulling in all these different parents who had a skill in singing or drumming and it became this super sweet um little community that just kind of grew and evolved all right so tell us where you're at today now now that you've grown and your foundation is so solid and all the craziness is over and now life's i'm sure just normal uh, today, <laughs> where are you at now what's happening it's always just oh it's so beautiful honestly like it's just um it's it's doing so well i mean obviously we've got tons of new people coming into nasara and so there's a huge demand because we don't have enough schools here and I keep telling people, please start a school because it will take the pressure off me. But um, yeah, like we've got, we, we, we have an incredible community. I'm quite selective about who I really want in the school. I mean, ideally it's people who are relatively chilled out. We are a certain type of school, like we're quite relaxed. Our school principal is Margaret, my miniature pig. And ideally, like, I just want the place to not have an institutionalized feeling 
to it because well hey i think you solved that with your pig as the principal yeah. that's hilarious I mean, that wasn't that was actually like margaret actually was my headmistress in england um and i it's not derogatory because i absolutely loved her and <laughs> I, it sounds I think that's really a derogatory because I, I actually was friends with her until the year before she died which was like two years ago we met up in california but that's a side point. Um, the school is doing great. It's uh, it's full of love. Like we have incredible parents that it are being drawn towards this type of school. They want their kids to be outside. We all we do all our learning outside. It's something that just evolved from COVID, but it's turned out to be brilliant. And um, we we sing our table songs every day, as much fun as I can bring into education, we do. And I mean, ultimately the, the place is a safe space. I really believe that kids will not learn until they feel safe. So they come into this home, homey cabin with cooking going on the whole time and pigs and chickens and cats and dogs all over the place. And, you know, they, they play a lot and we, we also combine the three hour work period. So it's, it's fun and we're, we're putting on these big shows at the end of each trimester and it's like packed. We need to get a bigger theater. It's uh, it's kind of its own organic creature. Yeah, it's, it, it's gonna be wonderful. But one of the reasons why I wanted to go on this podcast actually was not really to promote the playhouse in that, that sense. It was more, I wanted to talk about my flower power festival that's coming up. Um, May 7th, which I'm really excited about with the help of Kerry Dawn, my incredible event organizer who managed to get this meeting with you. It's gonna be pretty epic and we're, we're super excited. Hey, shout out to Kerry Dawn. Shout, shout out, out to Kerry Dawn. Dawn. She's, she's like taking it next level. This is a real festival. Like it, this is not just gonna be like a small time little thing. We, we have, it's fabulous. We have, well, I'm so lucky because we have not that no way, kind of it, it is kind of exciting. I've got quite a few famous musician parents at my school who were drawn to the school because of its artistic, you know, background. And so they're gonna be singing. We've got famous DJs, we've got Marimba, we've got horse riding, we've got glitter tattoos, face painting, we've got a tea and tarot tent, magic potion making. It's very much a kind of family friendly festival. Nice. And uh, it's, it's gonna be really sweet. I'm very excited about it. It's our second annual festival. We had one last year, it was amazing. And uh, it's going to be May 7th between 3 and 9 p.m. You can book tickets on nasaraplayhouse.com. And it's really a family day, a family day of fun, bringing musicians together, bringing the community together. I have dreams of making this go for the next 20 years. And it's going to be like a three day camping trip by the time it's all done. I don't know whether we'll always keep it like, you know, at Nasara Playhouse, but I want it to be this, this thing where everyone comes together every year and sort of has memories you know children when they're older have memories of the flower power festival that's my goal um and i also want um the children to perform in the festival as well we've we have some extremely talented kids in the school they're like 
incredible. Brilliant singers. We've got fantastic dancers, little eight-year-olds that like bend their bed body in half and flick over backwards and forwards. And, you know, so I want to give them an opportunity to, to show their skills to everybody else that they've been working on. Well, hey, thank oh. you for the platform that you've got and everything that thank you're doing. Um, thank you. While we have you here, is there anything else that you'd like to get out there to everybody? Yeah, so we, you know, I have taught around Nasara quite a lot doing Shakespeare. I, I do a lot of Shakespeare. I, I put on some Midsummer Night's Dream plays and I worked at Delmar Academy for a couple of years. So I'm really close to quite a few different, you know, groups here. And I do a summer theater camp, which is basically opening up my school to the public um, for two weeks every summer. This will be the third year that I've done it. And we put on a play. So it means that other kids have an opportunity to be involved in the thespian world. Cool, you know, so they I'm don't have to be in the playhouse summer. to get into this in the summer, yeah. say someone from Del Mar or yeah. Casa Estrellas yeah, or Ali Mar or another Absolutely. school can make it. I, I get my old students coming back and it's really special because you know, we've, we've had connections years ago. So yeah, my summer theater camp is July 11th. It's for two weeks. So whatever is two weeks after that, I'm not entirely sure, but it's always on a Friday night. We do the performance at sunset time. It is so beautiful. Like it's the sun is always going down just as kind of like the climax of the show is happening. Parents are in tears. It's, it's just this stunning thing. And I'm so, I feel so blessed to be doing something that I enjoy so much. And, you know, I feel lucky that I'm good at it as well. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. I'm completely neurotic about it. It's not really about the journey. It's totally about the outcome for me. <laughs> but it's brilliant because we always put on this really good. It's pretty polished by the time it goes on stage event and all the kids are wearing we did a greek mythology for our last theater camp we did the odyssey <laughs> and so we had all these kids dressed up as like ancient gods singing and dancing and you know six-year-olds running up pretending to be hermes with like wings coming out of their feet it's hilarious flower power is a good name I, I, I like it and you get along with the other schools do you fight with them or do they see you as an enemy or competition no, or is everyone great. okay it's great like no it's wonderful my like one of my best friends, Miss Annabeth, who's my mentor teacher, she is like one of the lead teachers at Delmar. She's incredible. So no, I mean, Asar is too small to try and have enemies. And I don't, my school is so kind of like, yeah, it's exciting. Well, thank you for having me on this. I was kind of shocked when Kerry Dawn was like, you're gonna, I'm getting you on the Richard Burnham show. I was like, what? So anyway, I'm really, I'm feeling grateful. Thank you. Carrie, Carrie's a force of energy and I like that she uses her powers for good. Uh, I think she could go either way if she wanted to. And uh, I'm on her side. I appreciate what she's doing and conduct and introducing me to people like you. I would like to talk to you after this one gets up and down. We'll promote it. Send us some pictures, whatever you need. We'll, we'll put okay. it on the show to get people there. But let's follow up later because I'm excited to hear how it goes. Because with something you're doing, you have 43 people already. A couple of those kids, it might this might they might catch the bug. This might stick, and this it might already is. It already is. It for my quiet kids. <laughs> it's very healing for kids who have anxiety. Yep. Drama's an outlet. Like I just want to say that, yeah, but they're never forced. I've had some students who've been with me for three years who weren't ever on show for the last first two years, 
and then could muster up the courage to be a rock. So long as they didn't have to say anything, they were a rock. And that now this one particular student, I'm not gonna say his name, He's flipping amazing. He's got like 23 lines and he's like saying <laughs> nice. it. He's got a spot in his step. You know, it's, it's really good for kids that have any trauma or just have that anxiety inside. Theatre is so healing because they can- Hey, how do parents find you? Go ahead and tell us, like how do people, how do people find you if they have kids where, because there's going to be a lot of parents who are super nervous because their kids are nervous and they're like, oh, they can never do that. But they actually could. And I know that's what yeah. you do, but how do they get in touch with you to find out if that's something that's available or not? Yeah, they just go onto our website. It's nasaraplayhouse.com and my husband will report back. He's the administration man. Okay. He's really so nasaraplayhouse.com. Yeah. And oh, and I'd like we'll, to say something. We'll talk to Mr. Carey. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Jeremy. Playhouse is a pun. A lot of people here get deterred by the word playhouse because they think that their kids are just playing, which actually I think is awesome anyway. But playhouse is actually the old fashioned word for theater. Back in Shakespearean mm. times, they didn't go to the theater, they went to the playhouse to see shows. So it's actually an open air theater. And that's what the word playhouse. Sometimes people get this like strange idea that like, not that- I can see that. Well, it you fits with I mean? the theme of Montessori as it is though. So, and also you're in hippie town doing a flower power festival. So I think you're in a good spot for what you're yeah, doing. I think you're right actually. That's why most of the people are drawn to me. I love it yeah. when the kids get to play. I've got <laughs> lovely parents. Hey, I, I, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. And um, I'd like to keep in touch with you over time and see how it goes. So, and I really enjoyed talking to you. I love your energy. Me too. And I, I wish thank you the best. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks thank so you. much. Take care.